This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to another Drink of Ages radio show. I am your host, John Denman. DJ Muskrass, a producer, puts this wonderful show all together, and somehow with as much beer that's being drank, makes it sound pretty decent. But we are live here at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive, one of the best studios you'll ever find. That We have an 8-foot grizzly bear. We have 32 taps of badass beers and over 200 different beers you can just come and grab out of the cooler so uh, find another radio station radio show that has a better better setup than we have here not gonna happen nice bear and nice beer that's it <laughs> uh this show is sponsored by a Sweetwater 420 extra pale l it's a very light body west coast style pale l nice hop character and the aroma flavor really good finish just just an all around a, just a lovely beer i have to say that uh since uh first time i had that was in atlanta at turner field and baseball season just started i just wanted to say cheers to them out there nice watching beer. some braves the only thing about the braves is i mean if you're visiting that little oh has to get annoying after a little while it did that day because uh they were playing the astros and that's not this season so <laughs> When we were, oh, let me introduce who's on the show this week because uh, we have New Brewery from Bearded Fox. We have Trey Lumi and Mike Cern hey, hey. hanging out with us. Welcome, Trey and Mike. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks, John. Um, yes, and then our music guests tonight, yeah, Bass, Kevin Anthony, and G Town. They're our music guests tonight, and if you're ever around the Galveston area, then. Hopefully you've stopped in and, and, and watched them. Puts on a fantastic show, and that's who the music you're going to be listening to throughout the in between the segments. Yeah, whenever we take our beer breaks. Looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, we were we went to Atlanta, and but we were north of Atlanta, and I wanted to go to a baseball game, and every day we just we're, it was a work trip, so you know how work trips go. At three o'clock, everything stops, and then everything starts. And we just got to a point that it just we weren't going anywhere else because we were at Heidelberg. Is that, I think that's where we were, Heidelberg, somewhere up there. I don't know. But I did bowl one of the best bowling games of my life, and it has to do with some Sweetwater 420 and some <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you know, so partaking in some other 420 things that I bowled six <laughs> strikes in a row. Wow. Yeah. And... And then it, then it just it fell off at the very end, but it was but there were actually people you know, watching like man this guy is bowling like he knows what he's doing. My brave story is, is I uh, bought a single ticket to a Braves Astros game. They put me on the third row, first base line, right behind first base. I'm the only Astro in the whole section. Every time the Braves get up to bat, everybody stands up. I sit down. Every time the Astros get up. The bat. I stand up. Everybody else sits down. Finally, the uh, the usher came over and said, "If you don't start cooperating, we're going to kick you out of here." Oh wow! <laughs> yes, sir. You're like I, I am left. cooperating. <laughs> 
I haven't said really anything to the people around me just yet. I kind of did. I was I was very vocal about my Astros, so, <laughs> and they were very vocal about their Braves. Hey, what's better than baseball and beer? I mean, you know, quite honestly, uh, not a whole lot. I am definitely glad that it's baseball season. It's one of my favorite games to watch. One of my favorite games to play. Although, yeah, I don't know if you guys have been to the batting cages lately, but that medium speed is not very easy to hit. <laughs> baseball is my favorite thing to listen to on the radio. It is a great sport to like listen to. I like to see it in person. I hate watching it on TV. It's like watching paint dry to me on TV <laughs> or golf. Those are two two sports that I can sit and have a very lazy day watching and absolutely enjoy it. See, I never really watch those. I, I put music on, and, and then they're on in the background, and I can just kind of see the highlights from there. And, 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 and that's Masters uh, and is this way, weekend. You can still drink beer doing that. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. But like Shell Houston Open was last weekend. I sat around and watched golf. But it's Masters this weekend. I'm going to sit and watch that. I guess I have too many things going on in my world to sit and watch anything. <laughs> with, a, with the startup of a new brewery, there's always something to do. And uh, that's not what everybody says. Everybody says it's like a breeze when you open up a new brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, everything sleep. works you, out. You I sleep mean, all just, the hours you want to sleep. You don't need hey, too much work. You, you're like, you're man, let's start a brewery. And like two weeks later, you guys are brewing. So, hey, you know what? That's all it takes is two weeks. <laughs> Every yeah. time anybody asks us when are you going to be open, we always say two weeks. No matter what, it, two what's weeks. happening next? It's gonna be two weeks, yeah. and then finally, it was two weeks, finally. and then there we are. Hey, you told the truth. That's right. Two years of saying two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So this brewery, Bearded Fox, uh, has been in the making for a little bit of time. And two, since uh, 2015, when we incorporated, we just sat down and decided it was time to start charging our friends for beer instead of giving them our beer. It's a good idea. Well, we actually. Uh, got into uh, brewing beer um, back in the day basically because we thought it would be cheaper than than buying it <laughs> until you realize the hobby side and all the pieces that can grow and oh, everything that you need something else that's cool yeah let me spend some more money yeah, it's kind of like hunting yes yeah hunting is one of those things that yeah people i don't know i love deer meat no no deer meat's not that good uh, beef tenderloin is really good, and you can eat beef tenderloin every day for what you spend to go hunting. You know what I've done with the hunting is I'm a, I'm a phenomenal processor. I have my own sausage grinder, my own sausage stuffer. So I've gotten to the point now where people bring deer to me, and we process them, and I get my cut out of the deer. That's I don't have to do go uh, spend any money on it. All I have to do is spend an afternoon. Yep. And we actually put our uh, bearded fox Stone Cold Stout and oh, a few yes. of those. Put that in and that, that deer and your sausages. sausages. Oh, Stone Cold Stout sausage. I think we need to throw some of that on our little hot dog uh -huh. turner up here. <laughs> See how that goes. I think it'd go pretty well. I think it will too. Uh, no, man, but starting a brewery, uh, you know, there's there's a nice little group of you guys. How many how many of them? How many of you guys are there? So, so there's six of us, and basically, oh, by the way, my name's Trey, and, and the other guy's Mike, and Hello. and we are. Uh, Bearded Fox Brewing Company. Um, there's six of us. We all started off homebrewing at some point in time. Uh, we kind of came together about four years ago and started brewing together essentially as a group. And then two years ago, uh, one of the gentlemen, uh, Marcus, kind of came up with a, a really nice, concise uh, business plan. And it made sense. And we were like, hey, let's do this. 
And sure enough, it gets funded. And, and again, two years of saying two weeks and probably a little bit more money than everybody involved thought was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, the, about uh, double. Yeah. About double the money, double the time. If you're ever going to start time. a brewery, you always remember that. It's two times more money than you think it's going to cost, and it's two times longer than you think it's going to take. That honestly is the absolute consensus from everyone that I've talked to about opening a brewery. It's like, well, all right, what would you have done different? Like, you're, you're three years into it now. What would you have done different start up? Oh, I would have had a million more dollars. Yeah, <laughs> uh, cash flow was huge. And, and quite honestly, that's really essentially for any small brewer, that's what holds you back. Fermenter space, distribution, all of these things are dictated basically upon cash flow. Well, you can only brew so much beer. And if you sell more than you brew, then you're out of beer. And when you get out of beer in a restaurant or a bar, what do they do? They take your tap handle off and they put somebody else on. And how hard is it to get back to that tap handle? Your goal in life as a brewery is to keep that tap handle on that bar. So that Forever. way you always have beer. <laughs> Yeah, it's and, and right now just a competition because there's really not there's a lot of bars that have beers, but there's only a few good beer bars. You know, it's just strictly focuses on craft beer in Houston, and yeah, it's 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 a tough little market out there. We're and starting to see more and more craft breweries pop up, which I think in in uh, the city of Houston is a phenomenal thing because. Like us, we're only looking to be a local Tomball brewery. We want to make sure that we take care of a 20-mile radius of our brewery. They're our goal right and now. And you, John. And is, yeah, thank it, you. It's a 10-mile radius. We have a few outsides, like like here, Drink of Ages. We have one out in Richmond, or a couple out in Richmond, Rosenberg, that we supply beer to. Pier 36, Clancy's, yeah. and uh, actually our friends over at the Growler Spot. Uh, Growler Spot. Yeah, the Growler Spot's a great place. So, I mean, our... Our, our main focus is Tomball, Cypress area. And then as we can fulfill those needs, we'll expand out. But we're not looking to be the next St. Arnold's. We don't have a canning line. We're only working off of kegs right now. So the only place you can find us is in a bar or restaurant uh, around our brewery. And we're only going to move out. In, we're, You're we're welcome, Randy. In, we're not going to move out until we can satisfy that need. Once that need is satisfied, then we're going to move out again. But that's how we're how we're approaching the brewery well uh it's a good approach to to let the business grow as it needs to uh, that's, that's not a bad way to do it but and the, the more importantly mike and i are out of beer so we gotta take a quick break and we get back we'll talk more bearded fox and everybody man, get another beer stay tuned Buffalo Bayou Brewing is back with another very tasty beer, Dreamsicle, which is Sam's Daily Cream Ale with bright orange peel and Madagascar vanilla. This is a delicious beer you may have had at the brewery, but is actually being now released on a bigger, much larger scale for the very first time. Stop by a Drink of Ages pub or find it around town. Just don't miss out on this one. It's Buffalo Bayou Brewery's their Dreamsicle. Spindle Tap Brewery is making some badass beers. If you have not visited a tap room, the air-conditioned tap room, you are definitely missing out. Just 10 minutes north of downtown, stop in for some brewery-only releases and grab a pint or three of their main lineup, like Hop Gusher, one of my favorite beers that them guys are making. I love that beer. SpindleTapBrewery.com. 
Head to House of Blues Restaurant and Bar April 13th for Hopped Up. It's going to be a tap takeover with $4 beers featuring Southern Star Brewery drafts all day, plus limited-time bar bites and giveaways from 5 to 8 p.m. Reps will be on hand to talk shop and hops. Live music from Sharita Perez starting at 6 p.m. at House of Blues. sun goes down this evening you know it's time to play i'm gonna jump on a 45 southbound head down to galveston bay saturday night is a calling shrimp for bowling in the pot the fiddles and guitars are tuning up you know the music's gonna be hot hey hey let's go let's do ti do get on the dance floor and let the good times roll. I ain't thinking about tomorrow. We're done with yesterday. I'm headed southbound down Galveston Way. off my boots put on my hat i'm going where the beer is cold the crawfish all are boiling good times with family and friends we're counting down the days to the weekend when we can do it all over again hey hey let's go let's do si do get on the dance floor and let the good times roll we ain't thinking about tomorrow we're done with yesterday. We're headed southbound, a down Galveston way. Drink of Ages, we are back on, and we're hanging out with Bearded Fox Brewery. And because you're not the Bearded Fox, you're you're just Bearded Fox. Yeah, just Bearded Fox. Yes. Yeah. The, the Bearded Fox. Okay, and uh, we do get a, a lot of uh, questions, I guess, about 
our our name, and a lot of people really like the logo. And it, it's a Fox Hop logo, is what it's described as. But definitely, if you haven't seen the, the hop in our logo, it, it's there. And and if you haven't seen the hop in our beers, well, yeah, it's there too. So. But at the end of the day, uh, Bearded Fox came from the fact that we all had beards, and we were married to foxes. To foxes, for sure. And uh, that's a little bit of, of putting a, something back to the family because pursuing a, a passion really takes a lot of time. And I think anybody with a small business would understand this. Uh, even people that have successful small businesses understand this. You have to be away from your, your family, and, and we definitely want to say thank you to all of those folks because they really – mean a lot to us yeah you definitely have to have that support um and and in that fact we you see a lot of our our shirts that will have brew crew on them and that basically is uh describing an owner situation however the uh the fox den talks about those foxes that are out there that are married to the beards but uh but very important to our business uh, as well because we really are pursuing a, a passion to distribute and help people enjoy a delicious beer my wife doesn't even like beer and she's a hundred percent behind this brewery she doesn't drink beer she thinks beer is the grossest thing going she was so happy to find out that you guys had red wine <laughs> she was like Woo-hoo, at least i get something to drink tonight i don't just have to not drink anything but she's 100 percent behind it she had the brewery in her house she had the the stout uh firm uh, mass uh, um the stout fermentations on the ceiling and inside her house. She's had the spilled beer on the floor. And she put up with all that, and, and she's been a really good uh, a good Trooper. right hand. Yes. She's been the person that's been there every time I needed her. So. Well, you know, being, being married, if you don't have the support of the wife, then it's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no you matter what well it not is. be married. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, congratulations on getting open. Uh, like I say, it started several years ago trying to get this rolling and um, came up with a business plan and then put that in order. And then you started looking for a location. Uh, how, did that, how did that work out? Well, our main goal in finding a location was finding a place that had air conditioning. Because we started brewing on the back porch of Trey's house in a five-gallon batch. Then we moved to my driveway in a 10-gallon then we moved to my. Then we switched it up to a twenty. Then we decided that twenty gallons is way too much for us to do at a time, so we stepped it back to fifteen. And then when we decided to do the brewery itself, I said we need to have a one-barrel system that runs like a commercial brewery. So it needs to be pump-driven. We when we decided to do this, we were still picking up, uh, still picking up full barrels of beer and putting them on ladders that were 212 degrees so we could run them through our chillers uh you know and once we did that we decided let's do a one barrel system that's all electric and we started running an electric system and that really gave us the idea that scaling up beers is a big issue you can't go from five gallons to 32 gallons or 30 we typically a, a, a one barrel batch for us is close to 40 because we look for uh, our spillage, our trub, you know, a bunch of loss that we factor in. So Thank you, Steve. When we get done, <laughs> when we get done with the beer, we're looking for one barrel at the end. So um, that really taught us a lot about the beer. To be able to scale from 
say 10 gallons to 32 gallons. And that helped us to go from 32 gallons to 320 gallons on, on the 10 barrel system that we're brewing on there. Yeah, so you guys, that's what my next question was going to be, what size system are you brewing on? So a 10 barrel system, yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, it's a 10 barrel system. It was originally brewed on uh, by Uncle Billy Barbecue and Brew out of uh, Austin, Texas. Uh, the the real magic to all of this was getting this system that had sat for more than five years back up to a spec that could it could be brewed on, and and by the way it it it's still awesome. I mean even even the boiler out phenomenal beers that that basically is is making a lot of really funny noises at night. We we really no like, Trey that's you oh that's me okay. <laughs> <laughs> The brewery, the brewery's running just fine. It makes no, no noise. No, the brewery's just running just fine. It You're just, just the one that noise. makes the noises. I, well, I was wondering. <laughs> but re- regardless, it, it's it's definitely been a, a reverse engineering challenge. And again, why, I mean, essentially Marcus and, and Steve and Mike really kind of put it all back together. And I just sat there and watched, quite honestly. I mean, I'm a home brewer. I'm not an engineer. These guys engineered this back into a level that was workable. And it, it's beautiful that they did that. So we're talking with Beard like Top. Talking with Beard Fox. We have Mike and Trey hanging out right now. Uh, man, that, that actually I mean the equipment should work. Yeah, I mean technically. But I mean how did you end up scoring that that ten barrel system? Because um, right now, I mean all that's in such a demand. We uh, we have some friends. Marcus has some friends that are also starting a brewery, but they're like two years behind us. They're doing the meticulous brewery. They 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 want everything to be right. And they heard that this brewery was up for sale, and they let us know that because they knew we were looking. And we went and looked at it, and it was the hardest check that I've ever written in my life. It was that you if you looked at that check today, you wouldn't be able to understand what it said because <laughs> I was shaking. As I wrote the check, I mean, my hand literally was shaking as I wrote the check. It's all scribble. And the check cleared. Everything worked out. We got the brewery. We moved it. Um, it was actually at Boheme, right down the street here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, it took us four trips over two days to get it all out to Cyprus area. It was We put it in a storage unit in Cyprus. And then once we found our location uh, where we're currently at, our landlord said, well, why don't you move all your equipment over to this location that I have right across the street that's empty right now. You know, well, you can move it there. You don't have to pay rent on it since you're going to buy this. So we moved everything into the into the storage unit that he had or the location that he had. And then we started working on it. We started cleaning. We, 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 we went through everything, cleaned everything. We polished all the outside. We got all the, the grunt work done before we ever got the location. And... The location that we have has air conditioning. Does and that's the key. Yes. If you've ever been to a brewery in Houston that doesn't have air conditioning, I you know in June, July, August that it's, it's not a fun place to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're in there brewing and it's 125 degrees. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's, well, they don't have human resources. So, I mean, who are they going to complain to? Yeah, but we have an HR guy. His name <laughs> is Russ Claisel. Uh He just got promoted to HR this past week, and then he had to write himself up. <laughs> <laughs> for a safety violation okay. he's also the safety director he's our homer simpson <laughs> <Dope>. <laughs> yeah 
No, congratulations on all this. And and it seems like that the move into and this is me, of course, outside looking in, you guys are gonna say something completely different, but the the move into the building from the outside looking in seemed pretty easy. Well, the good thing feet. about it is the landlord wants us to be there. The landlord is our friend. We asked the landlord, hey, we need a trench drain cut in. He went out and found the trench drain. He said, well, actually, he said, what kind of trench drain do you want? We showed him the one we want. He went and bought the trench drain. He had it put in. He had it installed. We need a dish. We need a, a mop sink. He had a mop sink installed. We need a place to put this sink. He put he, The landlord is the key to the whole thing. If it wasn't for the landlord and his willingness to accommodate our request, it would have been a lot different. All right, let's take another quick break and get back. We'll talk more about actually the beers that you guys are making. That sounds good. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Drink of ages. Be right back. Wild West Brewfest, Saturday, May 6th at Katie Mills Mall with over 500 beers. You will certainly find some new ones to try. Voted two years in a row the best beer event in the country by BeerYeti.com. One of my favorites for sure. Don't miss a launch party the day before on Friday, May 5th. Special beer tappings and meet the brewers making the beers. WildWestBrewFest.com for info and tickets. WildWestBrewFest.com Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharged inks to achieve that super soft feel artwork services and samples are always free why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cast branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out castbranding.com Cyclers Brewing Company, sitting on the outskirts of the Sam Houston National Forest in Montgomery, where all you have to do is enjoy nature and make great beers. Cyclers lineup includes their Domestique Wit, Breakaway English-style IPA, the Ride Hard Rye IPA, and my favorite of theirs, the 5511 Imperial Red L, with a nice ABV of 7.9%. Then the Big Daddy, Paul Maris, the Russian Imperial Stout, hefty 9% ABV, and rounding out their lineup is the Abbey Miel Trappist, an Abbey-style double. Give them a try if you have not had one in a while. Cyclers Brewing Company.
Drinking Pages, we are back for another segment, and we're hanging out with Bearded Fox. We have Trey and Mike. And, man, let's, let's talk about some of the beers that you guys are making, because uh, we have two on tap here, and I am drinking the goat. So tell me about the goat. The goat, uh, everybody, uh, I think, for the most part, thinks it's pretty aggressive into the greatest of all time kind of situation. But you know what? Go big or go home. It's We're the home. oldest beer that we brew. And it yeah, brewed, it was we the brewed first, this the most. The fir- one of the first beers that Trey and I brewed together and was it's, uh, an Imperial IPA. And definitely one of the most um, enjoyed brews by all of us in, in the brew crew. Until you get to the number 48, and then yeah, we that changed go. the world. Yeah, that, that, that can go into that. But we, um, we actually start off with uh, an Imperial IPA recipe originally that we ended up adding some honey to and then we started messing with the hop profile and we, we messed started with messing it. with the hop profile this last couple of years yeah the last couple of years we, we kind really of changed it. the way that the, the goat's always been a really hoppy beer but the the new hop profile on the, uh, well the new i say the new it's five years old the hop profile that we're working with now has really made it what it is today so yes, uh, the 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 fuggle or fugle or fugly, whatever you want to call it. I like to say fuglies. Fuglies is pretty good. Uh, and and mosaic hop, dry hop in this, it really kind of adds that that floral tone that stands up essentially to a sweet malt backbone and makes it really kind of an approachable IPA. That's why we say it's the greatest of all time because people that don't like IPAs tend to say they like this beer so well i think that people that do like ipas will be happy with this beer uh this this is just, just a nice little and then the abv is not too shabby on it either yeah we're hitting an eight percent on 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 your uh target up here but uh it's actually closer to eight and a half so especially 8.75 8.75 i'll fix the boards <laughs> we actually uh have brewed this up to 11 percent and oh wow it's that was a a, a, a mistake that might <laughs> have been too mistake. many beers while brewing and not paying attention to the the additions and uh some things might so have got a little crazy explosive fermentation a few extra pounds of honey went into <laughs> that one yeah um it was like uh so here's the recipe that here's the recipe that we're gonna make and oh, by the way, this five pounds, uh, five pounds of honey that we have, you only need three. But they only told you that after you've dumped the whole five pounds of honey. <laughs> and in. scraped the sides. Yeah, scraped the sides yeah. completely. And then they come back and go, Steve came back and says, well, what happened to that other two pounds of honey? He's like, well, what are you talking about two pounds of honey, Steve? You said this is the recipe. Well, I was five pounds of honey. You were only supposed to use three. <sighs> come on. I got a little bit left on my biscuit. There's stuff on my finger. So uh, the other beer we're uh, pouring here tonight uh, is our number 48, Pecan Coffee and Vanilla Bean Porter. And as Sturm uh, kind of intimated to, this is a really beautiful beer. It's actually the one that all the, the, the craft beer guys have essentially loved. This is uh this one was brought to us by our marketing director Randall Clark, RC, and our safety director slash HR manager uh, Russell Clazel. 
They said they wanted to make a pecan, vanilla, coffee porter. And we said, get after it. We're all homebrewers here. You know, there's... They, um, there's not a master brewer. There's not a head brewer. I guess if anybody's a head brewer, it would be me, uh, because I'm the one that's there for most brews, and I make sure everything works. But everybody's more than welcome to bring a recipe to the table, and let's make it on the one barrel system, and then we'll roll from there. If it's something good like this one, we'll continue to make it. Yeah, so it ends up uh, giving some really good chocolate vanilla kind of porter we malt use 48 vanilla beans in, yeah, and in then a 10 vanilla batch. beans and what cuts it from the that vanilla really just destroying it is that pecan coffee and it, it which makes we for use a, very a cold easy brew nine percent beer yeah we use a cold brew pecan coffee that we make ourselves um, Do you have any are you worried about the pecans and the oils and the pecans doing anything to the head retention or and we haven't had any issue with it. Haven't had any issues? Good. Because the coffee that we use is um, it's a pecan coffee. So it's just a pecan oil is really all it is. But we haven't had much, much issue with it. It has a nice lacing on the glass. Excellent. Yeah, it is a delicious beer as well. And so but the other one you have that I still haven't tried yet is the Aunt Rosa. Aunt Rose. I, I actually have some Aunt Rose here tonight and and i can go grab it if you'd like to try some i definitely would like to try some the rosalie red lager it's a hellas red lager i'm gonna let mike talk about it while i go grab this out of the walk-in excellent and i'm sitting here and i'm, I'm reading my notes and i think it's just the double ipas and i'm going oh wait that does say aunt rose <laughs> on my note aunt rose was my great aunt okay uh aunt rose was kind of the matriarch of the family she was the the one that everybody bucked up to, and she kind of helped court with everybody. Uh, when she died, she left me some money, and that money that she left me, I invested back into Bearded Fox Brewing Company, and kind of how we get a, got started with our cash influx was from Aunt Rose. So one of the first beers that we made, uh, one of the first beers that we named, we decided to name after her just to give her that honor. And this is a really good drinking, approachable red Hellas lager. It's just barely over a beer. It's about uh, 5% alcohol, five and a half. And we think it's the beer that makes people want to drink our beer. Well, it's a great story and a great tribute to your aunt, for sure. Yeah, I can see a lot of people drinking this beer. Yeah, it's that kind of beer. Mm. It's probably our number one seller right now. With the it is with the porter and goat hanging on close behind it. Yeah, very easy drinking and something that that a lot of people that aren't, of course, they're not looking for the hoppier beers or they're the other the bad beer drinkers. They're <laughs> definitely going to enjoy that. It's an easy drinking five point five that you can have a lot of, basically, and it works well with seafood. And then we also have our Stone Cold Fox Porter, stout. our Stout Porter. I'm drinking Porter, thinking Porter. The Oatmeal Molasses Stout. Yes. So let's talk about that one for a little bit. So it is uh, oatmeal, chocolate. It's a chocolate oatmeal stout is what the recipe uh, was when we started with it. Originated, yeah. And then we also add uh, a local honey to it. 
and then we also add uh, blackstrap molasses to it. So those two things, those two adjuncts, kick the ABV up there and make it a sweet drinking stout that um, it'll make you go places. <laughs> Good it, places. It's actually not as sweet as it is bitter. However, what I will say is there's some sweetness after you have a couple. Yeah. Oh, it does have a real dry, crisp yeah, finish. Yeah, it's a crisp finish, and it, it, it's it's what you would call, I mean, really the the true stout format. Every every stout that's out there has, and I, I know ours has adjuncts. Not saying that it doesn't. However, it's not this cherry stout. It's not this bourbon Keep your fruit stout. out of my beer. Huh? Keep your fruit out of my beer. <laughs> Keep your fruit out of his beer. And at the end of the day, it's a great stout. It's it's solid ABV, too. So, Well, uh, yeah. We also uh, do occasionally mix our beers, so. Yeah, I might go into that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of the Porter forty, uh, the Porter Goat, half and half. I'm the number forty eight and Goat. That's what I keep in my refrigerator at home. And that way, I, I drink half of each. Well, definitely gonna try some of that uh, as soon as we go into the next break, because uh, I can see where that would be really, really tasty. But. What are some events you guys have coming up? Because you guys have the tap room open. You yep, can come up the there. The tap room's open uh, 4 to 8 on Saturday and 2 to 5 on Sundays. Uh, our upcoming events will be at the Wine Fair, Cy Fair, April 22nd from 5.30 to 8.30 at Cypress Village Station. We'll be in the Backyard Grill Beer Garden. That's a good spot, too. It'll be uh, samples, so come out and drink some free beer. We have an MS-150 team. Oh, yeah, we do have an MS-150 team. If you're interested in joining our MS-150 team, uh, please email info at beardedfoxbrewing.com, and we'll get you hooked up with that. We'll also be at the Wild West Brewfest uh, May 5th and 6th. Come out and have some of our beer there. In Katy, Texas. Katy, Texas. Katy Mills Mall. What I'm working on is uh, come and try your next favorite beer. Got it. Why not? Your next favorite delicious beer. Yep. Well, tasty beer. <laughs> Mike, Trey, man, I'm glad you guys made it out here hanging out at the Drink of Age pub. And we have two beers on tap. So if anybody wants to come sample some, come by. I'll give you some samples. And you'll probably want a pint or two after you get those. So thanks for coming and hanging out, man. Thanks for having us. We appreciate uh, you, the opportunity. Yep, and congratulations on getting getting going. Man. That's, that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. It's, uh, it's more satisfying than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's already the best hobby known to mankind, yes, making beer. Is. So if you can actually make money doing it, then. Well, nobody's made any money yet. We're well, still just spending not, it. Not there yet, but it's, it's in the future. But it's, it's in coming. The future. It's coming. When, when that's, you know. When we hey. can quit our day jobs and just brew beer, then life is good. We are real excited because of this. And, and I want to tell everybody just real quickly, please come out and see us. Please come out and see John over here at Drink of Ages. We really, really freaking enjoy what we do. And when you drink one of our beers, you will necessarily, you will understand why. If you're in Tomball, Cypress area, and you would like to try our beers, we're at um, the Shack 
We're at Locatelli's Pizza. We're at Black's Market Grill. We're at Murdoch's Backyard. Murdoch's Backyard. We're Jive Bar. Huskies. Uh, Mellow Mushroom. Farm Drinkery. Farm Drinkery, yep. I like the farm Try them all. All right. Place. Well, thanks, fellas, for coming on. Thanks, uh, Sean. Yep. Let's take another break, and when we get back, we're going to have Kevin Anthony and G-Town hanging out. Um, talk, see what's going on with those guys. Let's get some more beer. Drink pages. Stay tuned. selling on me oh my Drink of Ages. We are back on, and unfortunately, this is the last segment, but fortunately, we do have uh, some fantastic guests. We have Kevin Anthony and the G-Town Band. We're Kevin Anthony and G-Town. Might as well be the band. Uh, we have Kevin, Hi. Chris, and Dwight hanging out. How's it going? 
Nice see you guys made the nice little trek all the way from beautiful Galveston, Texas. That's right. We went Just over come. the bridge. Yeah, yeah, went over the bridge. Showed our paperwork as we passed the causeway. Make sure that they let you guys in. Hopefully you get back home, you know, is <laughs> it it really the key. I have slept here at the pub, man. It's really not that bad. Looks like a comfy couch. Well, the, the secret to the couch, thank you very much, getting wow. beer delivered to me. The, the secret is moving the benches together. And so that way you don't roll off. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it works out well. Cool. But uh, no, man. Welcome uh, to you guys. Everybody that's been listening to the show, they've heard your music in between the segments. Um, the first time I listened to you guys, uh, man, you you were in the show probably now about three years ago, maybe or something. Yeah, this is a CD release at Sunny's. Yeah, Galveston. Yeah. And so you know, it's just it's just good music, and it's one of those that. When people ask me like to really describe, well, what do they sound like? Well, man, yeah, it's just there's it's, it's kind of country. It kind of has a little Gulf Coast swing to it. It's got a little jazzy, bluesy. Uh, just listen to it and tell me what you think. Um, we, we should put that on the album. That should be like you know like a little tagline there. Just, yeah, just listen. Just, to just, it. just listen to it. Tell us what you think. In quotes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but no. So congratulations on, on the success because you guys you guys play a lot of shows. And one of the one of the ones that I remember the best is and and which I say I remember the best, but then I'm going to completely ruin the name of the place. But the family and I were coming down to Galveston, and I knew y'all were playing at a restaurant that's like on, not on the on the beach anywhere. It's it's been there for a long time down oh, at yeah, Sunny's place. Sunny's, yeah, Sunny's. Sunny's. Place, yeah. And and we're trying to get there because you know it already started like an hour before. Yeah. And I, I walked in. We finally, I was like, man, we're going to eat. We're going to walk in and open the doors. And everybody was singing, you are my sunshine. The whole <laughs> place was standing up and everybody was singing. And it was like, ah, I made it just in time. Yeah. yeah. Sketch the end. Yeah. But it was, that was just amazing. Place, man. That was a good, that was a good night. Yeah. Sunny is sunny. That's, 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 yeah. see, that's my memory for you. We were just talking about turning 40 and things not functioning the way the brain's not working the way it used to. You turned 40 recently? Uh, actually, 42, 42. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, 40 was way a long time ago at this point. <laughs> that was, me too, that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. So it was, yeah, 42, which is, um, you know, the best years of our lives. That's life. a good number. Whatever, man. That's a good round number. Even number. Yeah. Uh, but... So you guys are working a new album because Southbound 45 was a few minutes back. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago, about th- about three years ago, uh, and uh, kind of continued on with the, uh, you know, what we're doing with the sort of the Texas blend of Texas music and uh, Louisiana music, and we've been recording that album over in uh, Eunice, Louisiana, with a friend of mine, uh, Joel Savoy, and we've been uh, we've took quite a few trips over there over the, since uh, the past year working on for about a year and it's almost wrapped up now it's actually we're finished recording and we're going to the mixing right now excellent that yeah congratulations because i'm sure that that when you finally say okay we're done let's go ahead and yeah it's got to be pretty difficult yeah well we're getting that stage right now we're gonna hear the mixes and we'll see what's going on so it's a weird feeling because you never feel like you're done done it's like you keep working on them you keep thinking of ideas but at some point you gotta be like okay we just gotta stop and is, is that why, like, at concerts, the guitar player will just play a whole completely different thing? He's like, I don't feel like playing this one anymore. I'm going to play something else. He's probably been doing it for so long, yeah. It's like, oh, it's changed a little bit up. 
<laughs> of trying to relearn the things that I played on the album, and I get frustrated with that guitar player on the album, and I think, wait a minute, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see that happening. So yeah, I mean, just just, just a comment and, and finishing and calling it done uh, with with pretty much any project, but with music that can because. You're dealing with so many notes that can change from one second to the next, and, and so many people. That's one of the hardest parts about music. You mean you got you know four or five different people, six people, you know, all everybody has a different idea, a different take to it, and you got to blend it all together. Uh, you know, going back down to Louisiana and, and hanging out there and working with with because uh, your family's from Louisiana originally, yeah, from uh, Lake Charles, Lake Charles. So. I mean, is, are we going to get any accordion in this next album? No, no accordion. We're, we're going to stick with the fiddle, a lot of, a lot of fiddle stuff, a lot yeah. of steel guitar. I do like I do like fiddle steel guitar, but I, I've yeah. recently discovered my love for accordion. Accordion? Yeah. but well, We'll have to put that in the rope works for next time. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're trying to tempt an accordion player to move down to Galveston to play with us. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're still trying to get one over. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, down in Galveston, Galveston's a, a place that has, you know, after the hurricane... Which was Rita, right? Uh, Ike, Ike, Ike did yeah. the yeah the the big damage. Uh, it's rebuilt into quite the amazing place. Yeah, it's really coming up. We we uh, I've been noticing a lot of traffic lately. You know, which is you know good. For the good economy. and bad. Good yeah. and bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's coming. It's coming back from from what it was before, even better. You know, so it's it's pretty yeah, cool. And a lot of new cools. I mean, restaurants, bars, uh, the brewery down there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah, Galveston Island Brewery, that yeah. you guys Ooh, play there. Yeah. yeah, Mark and the gang uh, do a fantastic job. Yeah, my brother-in-law is the, the brewer over there. Oh, J- Jason. Very nice, yeah. yeah. I tried to get him to come tonight so we could uh, we could sample the beers, but he's, he's, still, wor- he's still working. He's brewing. Well, he's making beer, yeah. He's, he's making beer right now. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's have him make beer. We'll figure out another day that, that okay. he can come up here. Because okay. uh, Mark has promised me that I'll be the first one that gets his beer inside the loop. So okay. the first right. place, cool. and so we'll do a whole little instead of uh, mainland invading the island, we'll do the island invading the mainland. Take over, and yeah, nice. All right, yeah. little Galveston Island Brewery, but yeah, no, that's a fantastic spot. A uh, little driving range right down the street. Yeah, it's a fun place too. It's ten cups. Ten cups. Get a bucket of balls and knock them out to the you know the range out there. It's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just such a fun time down in Galveston now, and. This time of year, you always get a little bit nicer water, which is which is very pleasant. Yeah, yeah, it's been beautiful weather. We had the wind today, but it was beautiful, beautiful day for yeah you know, being outside. Well, so uh, what's coming up with you guys? Uh, I know you got a lot of shows. Well, yeah, so speaking of the brewery, we'll be there uh, on April 29th, playing their big crawfish festival or their big crawfish party. Galveston on brew, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, yeah, and we'll then be there with Bon uh, Bonton Mickey will be there. So we have, we're going to do the right. Cajun part of it, and then Bonton Mickey will do the Zydeco part of it. Yeah. It's a whole day of music and beer yeah. and crawfish and crawfish. Yeah, <laughs> perfect time for crawfish. And then in May we'll be at the Old Quarter on May 19th, which is another awesome spot. And that's been there forever. That place is another fantastic spot. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, right there at the south part of the Strand. Uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't even know about that place, which yeah. uh, kind of surprises me. Yeah, yeah, it's tucked away, it's hidden. Yeah, but I mean, they, they get the best music on the island there. Absolutely, I mean, they, they work definitely really hard to get really good musicians in there. So, who makes the best burger in Galveston? Because that, that's been a, an ongoing fight. My opinion, yeah, is Bruce Brothers. On the I strand. agree you know, with that one. place, and they make amazing uh, burgers, amazing food. I mean, Pete is the chef yeah. down there. The guy is awesome. Everything he makes is amazing, and the burgers are great. Yep. I, 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 I concur on that one, too. 
They, yeah. They're, hand, they're hand, handmade, too. They're not, like, frozen, you know? Yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah, so. Brews Brothers does one hell of a job down <laughs> there. And their beer selection. Bites a vegetarian, so he's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have to plead the fifth on this. Who one. makes the best mashed potatoes on the island? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Somebody does. Somebody might. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I do. I don't, no, I don't know. If you want to see someone eat uh, crawfish, this, this young man here is from, from East Texas here, and he can chuck crawfish like nobody's business. He gets so, so I'm, uh, I'm a conditional vegetarian. So <laughs> it just depends. It, crawfish is a vegetable in Southeast Texas yeah. where I grew up. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I can see that. But I, uh, I think I told this story on the show recently that we were over at over in Crosby at the little crawfish place and this family sat down and you know whole grandma grandpa kids everybody they all started eating the legs off the crawfish have you ever even y'all ever seen that louisiana i figured uh, they're from deep south louisiana I somewhere see, yeah, no the heads and that kind of stuff yeah, heads balls, yeah yeah but balls, no yeah but they ate the legs the legs all right so I, it's the only time anyone that I ever talked to has ever seen it oh Oh well. Yeah. Now I'm in the mood for crawfish. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on down to the on That's 29. right. Come on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. Galveston Brewery, man. Listen to some badass music, drink some great beers, and eat some crawfish. You should yeah. come out and bring your broadcast stuff down there. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. It Just might get a little covered <laughs> in plastic. It's yeah. gonna get sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fellas, uh, thanks for coming up here, man. Oh, thank thanks. It's good to see you yeah, guys. Thank you. And. Uh, Look them up. Uh, what's the website? Facebook? Uh, it's kevin-anthony.com. And look me up on Facebook. It's just Kevin Anthony. And Kevin Anthony G-Sound. I have a couple pages you can find us on there. Music and schedule and everything else. Fantastic. All right. Well, we got to wrap up this show, uh, unfortunately. And hope everybody enjoyed this. Everybody be safe out there. This, if you want to listen to some of the old shows, you can find them on iTunes and drinkofages.com. Sponsored by Buffalo Bay Brewing Company. This episode is sponsored by Sweetwater 420 Extra Parallel. Go out there and find some of that. Everybody be safe. Gladys baseball season. Go Astros. Go Rockets. Talk to everybody next week. Happy to be in the South to set off my tour in the countryside. But who better to set it off for me than this man right here? Yo, this Kenny Rogers chilling on the countryside with men like Wycliffe, Jerry Wonder, Big Jack, Big Beast. And we're going to do something like this for you. You got to know when to hold. Yeah, yeah. Know yeah. when to fold on. DJs, DJs. Know DJs, when to walk away. Know when to run. Yeah, you got yeah. to count your ducklings. Before you touch the turntable. Because if you run out of big tunes, that means your sound is Y'all ready? You got to know when to hold. Know when to fold down, boys. Know when to walk away. Know when hey. to run. You gotta hey, count hey, your hey, ducklings hey, before hey, you touch the turntable. Cause if you run out of big tunes, that, that means, means your sound, sound is done. done.